Hello, everyone. This is Bobby Simpson with another episode of Yup, It's in there. And today we're going to take a look at uh, capitalism. I'm going to give you um, whatever I've experienced by way of capitalism, and I'm going to define it for you that way. We're going to take a look at what Merriam-Webster has to say, and then we're going to draw the parallel for uh, just where and how it shows up in scripture and what exactly uh, the Bible has to say on capitalism. And I know I can hear you now. Bobby, is capitalism in scripture? And my response is what it always is. And that is, yup. It's in there. So come on, let's get into it. So I've had the opportunity to work on uh, campaigns on both sides of the aisle. And that is uh, meaning for both Democrats and Republicans. I've also worked on issue campaigns as well as having run for office and holding office. Um, Myself and running and losing <laughs> uh, for some other offices. And so uh, politics and campaigning has been a big part of my life uh, for uh, probably the past 15 years. Um, and uh, my involvement has been in local, uh, state, as well as uh, some national uh, campaigns uh, that I've worked on. And uh, with that being said, I just wanted to qualify um, my experience, uh, number one, for detractors and even for those who may disagree uh, with what I have to say uh, concerning this. But I want to clarify for those of you who follow me, who have followed me over uh, these some uh, odd 15, 20 years that I've been uh, doing the work that I do on a local and national level. And uh, with that being said, I am now going to go ahead and give you my definition of what capitalism is. Uh, cap capitalism is a system that uh, tricks people into believing they are working for just means when in fact it's for unjust means. It claims to be a free market indicating anyone can get in. In the U.S. Uh, politics, this means white men. Um, when a new market is opened up, then the political system in America says we need to regulate and make sure we are protecting the people, which is cold word, protecting white people from being replaced by innovation and someone other than the white majority which has a chokehold on politics and the economy in the U.S. And so for me, I want to qualify that statement. Uh, my uh, experience with working with uh, policy and in politics, what I've come to know and I've come to understand is that regulation uh, strictly means how can we keep it in the hands of the white men who are in power? And the term free market when defining capitalism 
that is in fact that just a cold word. It is not a free market. When you consider you have Asians who uh, come into the U.S. and they decide that they want to open up markets in white neighborhoods, they are declined and further offered funding to then move their um, uh, Chinese restaurants or the cultural restaurants into more urban areas. And so while you have African-Americans who um, have to beg, borrow and steal in order to get a, a small business loan um, so that they're able to establish a business in their own community, what in fact is happening is um, further dis disenfranchisement. And so when they say a free market, it is not a free market. It is a classist market uh, that subjugates anyone who is not white male uh, in America. And then they call it uh, a free market or capitalism, which, in fact, is not true. And for many of my black followers, listeners and subscribers and even some of the white ones, uh, who are clear, <laughs> you know, about, uh, the type of privilege, uh, that they have and who understands what has happened, uh, happening now and further what has happened, uh, throughout history, uh, with regard to some of the redlining that keeps, uh, some, uh, African Americans and members of urban communities from being able to fully participate in the so-called free market. And so uh, with that uh, being said, I will now give you the uh, Merriam-Webster's dictionary uh, definition. And excuse me, not Merriam-Webster. This is coming from uh, dictionary.com. And according to dictionary.com, capitalism is defined as an economic and political system in which a country's trade and industry are controlled by private owners for profits. And I'm going to read that again so we're clear. Dictionary.com defines a capitalist system as an economic and political system in which a country's trade and industry are controlled by private owners for profits. And for me, that's cold word plantation. <laughs> and so, as I indicated to you before, and which is clearly defined again uh, by dictionary.com, it is clearly those who are most able and well able to afford, um, you know, to broker in uh, the uh, controlled private industry, then, of course, those are the ones who are, in fact, participating in this so-called free trade. And so uh, Dictionary.com does not disagree, <laughs> but they gave something a little bit more succinct and a lot less colorful <laughs> than it is uh, for the definition that I was able to give you. And so I just want us to be clear that when we hear the term capitalism, that is, in fact, what's happening. And I've heard many people in error 
uh, indicate that they are in fact capitalist when they don't have a snowball's chance in competing, <laughs> you know, against those who have been a part of this free market, who has uh, been a part of the free market for generations. They're 40 acres and a mule they did not get. <laughs> and so there are many um, uh, African Americans in error speaking to the fact or speaking to the idea that they are in fact capitalists when they neither have the means nor the influence <laughs> uh, to say uh, such a thing. And so I just want to clarify for those who believe that they are, for those who are and understand that they are, um, just and to uh, clear up just what the Bible has to say about that particular uh, way of uh, doing business. And I will say uh, this. There are a couple of quotes that were beautiful quotes, and I would be remiss not to share those quotes. And so I found a couple of quotes here. And the first one reads, if you struggle for justice, you can never be defeated. The only defeat is surrender. Author unknown. And the second quote is history is made by the masses of people, not the individual alone. And again, that author is unknown as well. And uh, there's one final one, and it says knowledge cannot be bought or sold. And that author is unknown as well. And so, um, I'm going to go ahead now and read the uh, scripture um, as it relates to uh, capitalism, what that looks like, and what the Bible has to say concerning that. And so we're going to take a look at Ezekiel chapter 22, verses 23 through 30. And it reads, the word of the Lord came to me saying, son of man, tell Israel, you are a land that is uh, not made clean or rained on in the day of my anger. Israel's false religious leaders are making plans within her. They are like a lion making noise over the food it has killed. They have taken human lives and also riches and things of much worth. They have made many women in Israel lose their husbands. Her religious leaders have broken my law and have made their, and have made my holy things unclean. It makes no difference to them if something is holy or unclean. They have not taught the difference between what is clean and what is unclean. They hide their eyes from my days of rest, and I am not honored among them. Her leaders are like wolves tearing apart the animals they have killed. 
They kill and destroy lives to get things by doing wrong. Her men who speak in my name have covered their sins with whitewash for the people. They they see false dreams and lie to them using their secret ways, saying, This is what the Lord God says when the Lord has not spoken. The people of the land have made it hard for others and have stolen. They have done wrong to the poor and those in need. And they have made it hard for the stranger who lives among them, taking away his rights. I looked for a man. I looked for a man among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the place where it is broken to stop me from destroying the land. But I found no one. And um, I'm also going to uh, go to the book of Amos because uh, this same practice was a practice done in the book of Amos as well. And in the book of Amos, we're going to take a look at um, we can look at the uh, first chapter or the first two chapters in the book of Amos. But uh, God clearly takes a position uh, concerning uh, this capitalist mentality and the way that things were done. It says, thus says the Lord, for three transgressions of Judah and for four, I will not turn away the punishment thereof. Because they have despised the law of the Lord and have not kept his commandments and their lies caused them to err after which their fathers have walked. But I will send a fire upon Judah and it shall devour the palaces of Jerusalem. And excuse me, I um, I jumped in there. And OK, so I want to read uh, Amos chapter two. Uh, verses six and seven, and it reads, Thus says the Lord, for three transgressions of Israel and for four, I will not turn away the punishment thereof, because they sold the righteous for silver and the poor for a pair of shoes that pant after the dust of the earth on the head of the poor and turn aside the way of the meek. And a man and his father will go into the same maid to profane my holy name. And so clearly to capitalize off of someone who has the inability to compete um, is frowned upon, according to scripture. And so, again, that was Amos chapter two, verses six and seven. And the uh, first scripture that I read was Ezekiel chapter 22, verses 23 through 30. And I do, I would like to add, uh, there is an imperialistic, uh, reign, uh, that is practiced, uh, in the political systems that we have, uh, in this nation. Many of us, we've grown up with the, uh, imperialistic ideology and we celebrated, uh, people such as Alexander the Great and all of those. And uh, this imperialistic ideology, uh, many would claim, came from the uh, Roman uh, church. 
and the uh, Roman church uh, for which um, many of the uh, men that we read about in history, such as Alexander the Great and all of those who um, say for land and country, you know, I will die. And I want to add that we as a body of believers, we are here not to set up an imperialistic ethnic reign uh, for any um, uh, religious organization other than that of the kingdom of heaven. Um, and so we now have what you may have heard is Christian nationalism. And that is uh, imperialism cloaked in religion. And except we are establishing the kingdom of heaven uh, in the earth, uh, then that falls under the judgment uh, that we've read in both Amos and in Ezekiel. We are not here to set up or establish an imperialistic reign uh, from the examples of the earth. And that is um, comparable uh, to um, the uh, kingdoms of this world. Um, the kingdom that we are establishing here on earth, that kingdom is the kingdom of heaven. And we're here to establish the kingdom of heaven on earth because we know that when uh, Christ comes again, that the government will be on his shoulders. And so as it relates to a whole capitalist ideology um, with regard to how we treat uh, people, um, that is, in fact, in error. And as you look at scripture and even as you study, uh, many go to seminary and they teach you um, how to learn. <laughs> they teach you what they want you to teach everyone else. And so there is a hermeneutic and a hermeneutic. And a hermeneutic is as you look at uh, the sum total of what's in the book, what's in the scripture, what's in the holy writ, you thereby establish a standard for what it is that God is saying. And so for far too long, we have taken our signals from the imperialistic systems of this world whose origin goes back as far as uh, scripture, not just the Roman Catholic Church. The imperialistic mindset, I think, was there throughout scripture. But we are of the new covenant. And um, with the uh, shedding of the blood of Jesus Christ and the cutting of the new covenant, uh, what was before <laughs> has now been fulfilled uh, through the blood of Jesus. And so we no longer seek an imperialistic reign that gives us uh, glory in this earth per se. But we are here to establish the kingdom and we take our direction from the kingdom of heaven. And uh, we uh, take that direction through the governance of the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit governs us. Uh, the Holy Spirit leads and guides us in all ways of truth. And so as it relates to capitalism, 
as we know it. It runs contrary uh, to the standard of God, according to the standard of scripture in the word of God. And uh, for those who have gone to seminary and understand hermeneutics, what you um, cannot do is take a piece of scripture and not uh, look at the totality of everything that God is saying, not just in this one uh, text here, but the consistency throughout uh, the word of God. And so God's standard is that we take care of those who have trouble taking care of themselves. And so a capitalist system runs contrary to uh, that very thing. And so I do want to uh, make sure uh, that you understand. Uh, there are many who may not understand the term capitalist. Uh, you hear it a lot during campaign season. Um, you know, the businesses, uh, businesses, um, they seem to receive um, earmarks and legislation is pushed through uh, for businesses at a greater level uh, than it is for the common man uh, or for, say, a nonprofit organization. And so capitalism oftentimes speaks to all of the money in politics, all of those who are able to broker um, uh, deals with uh, legislators in order to ensure that uh, their products are pushed through with uh, very few regulatory constraints on them. And um, what's contra to that and what they uh, try and make or appear to be uh, godless and horrible is the idea of socialism. But today we're talking about capitalism. And so in our next episode, we will cover socialism. But today our topic has been capitalism. And so I want to thank you for taking the time to walk with me through scripture as well as the uh, definitions of capitalism. And so I'm going to say what I've always said is capitalism in scripture, Bobby. And you already know that my response is what it always is. And that is, yup, it's in there. See you next time.